Welcome to the Mind Body Business Podcast. Have you ever considered your superpower? If you had one gift to leave with humanity, what would that be? We believe that everyone possesses a superpower. This is your value proposition, your je ne sais quoi to help make a tangible difference in the world. Each week, our show explores these superpowers with tantalizing thought seeds germinating only from the power of collective thought. We invite you to join us for one hour each week and listen in as we dispense superpower knowledge from great people doing greater things. Hi. Hey, Lisa Staff. Good morning, I'm Devo. And today's focus is a topic that we've talked about ourselves personally a lot. And we're going to talk about start by starting. Yeah, so there's a couple of different ways that we can go about this. And for me, start by starting can embody literally everything in our lives, whether it's our relationships or being in a job that we don't like, whether it's a new hobby that we really always wanted to start, a new business enterprise that we always wanted to jump into. And we all kind of have really good ideas. Like everybody has okay. something they okay. they want to do with their life, whether it's that next great entrepreneurial venture you wanted to start, maybe it's a new journal that you wanted to start, maybe it's a new book that you wanted to read. And I hear you say it all the time, I just never have time to read, I should read more, I just never have time to read. And I was like, you just need to make time, you need mm-hmm. to start by starting. So for me, what do you think the number one thing is about why people don't ever start something? There's a bunch and, and what you said is just kind of triggered my mind like we will brainstorm together and we'll have these great ideas and everything and you're like that's great that's great and you go on to the next and on to the next and on to the next you never write them down you never make them a priority and you come up with and we said this last night excuses and excuses are like assholes everyone's got one and they all stink why do we make excuses for things or why do we procrastinate we as humans are fabulous at procrastinating well I think by and large most people and present company included and I've gotten better with this over the years I think most people are scared I would say that most people why they don't fulfill those you know you hear all these adages all the time don't don't be lying on your grave and you're lying in your deathbed thinking you wish you had done this or you know all those different things in those colloquialisms around that and I think the, the number one intrinsic factor why people don't fulfill their full potential is that they have fear and there's a lot of reasons fear of being judged fear of failure fear of not really knowing what they're doing fear of they have lack of expertise like who am i to be giving counsel to ceos of businesses who are you to be giving advice to to people who make a considerably more amount of money than we do or have considerable more success than we do and yet we're finding ourselves in a position that we're counseling them on how to run social media or how to market their business properly or how to do branding and who are we and three years ago if you were to ask me that question i would like i i you know i have really great ideas but I don't really know how to share those with people Mm -hmm. and the only reason we're now sharing those is because we finally overcame our fear of doing something and we just said let's just let's just roll with it let's just see where it goes do you think and I'm just I'm just writing things down as they pop into my mind because I need to write more things down but do you think it all comes down to to fear or do you think that a lot of times it's it's us prioritizing making that important we all feel like we don't have enough time there's a million and one things that are pulling at us at all different directions all the time but does that come down to basically we're we're just not prioritizing it we're not making it important it's just it's just there in the background a quiet 
quiet sound while other things in our life are a lot louder and making more sound and we just are exhausted and don't have time. Well, first of all, I hate that fucking excuse. When anybody tells me I don't have time, I literally just roll my eyes and cringe on the inside. I hate that excuse. Everybody has time. It's a matter of how you prioritize your time that matters. Don't tell me you don't have time. I'm a single father who raises two girls, who runs three companies, who plays men's in a men's highly competitive soccer league. I travel the world. I read books. I journal. I do all kinds of stuff. Don't tell me you don't have time. It's a matter of how you manage your time. And you and, yeah. and and the thing of it and is, what's, is important, to you, what's important to you? What are your priorities? And if you want to make something a priority, you'll find time to do it. Like truthfully speaking, I drive down to see you every other week, and I spend four hours one way, four hours the other. If that wasn't a priority for me, I would find some reason to do something else. Like trust me, there's a lot of things I can get done in eight hours, but I have made that a priority of my life. So my my point is, is don't tell me you don't have time. You don't have priorities. That's the. And there's always going to be things pulling us, and everybody's business is busy. We're not just saying that we're busy. Everybody is busy. You have family. You have obligations. You have work. Maybe this is a side hustle you're starting. Maybe you want to be educated more in a, a different capacity and increase your potential for earning through other education. Make it a priority then. Right. Make it a priority. Right. You need to you're, organize you're your life. You're never going to have enough time or enough money, and I know that after you know. 30 years of being an adult, getting to that, that period in my life, you never have enough money and you never, well, maybe some people do, and yet never have enough time. I don't know. That it's I never going to fit. I don't know that some people do because I think it's a relative floating barometer. Mm -hmm. I think the more you make, the more you have, the more success you have, you always get to that point where you're discontent about it. It's like, well, I really like to have more of that or I like to have it. I, I only have 26 cars, I need 27, or I only have 14 homes, I need 15. Like, that's the whole problem with our society. We're always yeah. expecting, we're never, and you talked about this yesterday, we're never content with what we have. Yeah. We're always looking for something bigger and better. And part of and that when is- When I said I was content with something, you're like, well, that doesn't really seem like a compliment. And it's like, it's a huge compliment because we always want more from our business. We always expect more from people or more from relationships or more out of ourselves or we need to be fitter. We need to be more educated. There's always Well, let me that. finish that thought. I, I don't think that's necessarily always bad. That's the human spirit yeah. of ingenuity yeah. and innovation Absolutely. that has brought us to the, the, that's what separates us from the common animals because we're always looking to improve. We're always looking to become better. We can reason. My point in saying is not to expect to improve, my point is that be content with what you have, and if we can learn to be more content with what we have and just focus on that stuff that we already have, I believe that we'll be less inclined to always be seeking something else. Okay, so we're fearful. Fearful. We're not using our time to the best of our ability and prioritizing. Mm -hmm. Here's a, another one that I think stands in the way, and I, I can vouch for it myself. I, I am always waiting to be perfect or as close to perfect before I do something. Okay, well, I'm, I need to do this and this and this. I need to, before I go to the gym with you, I need to be so much more fit. Before I do this, I, I need to be, get myself ready before I can do it. Well, let's, can, I, can I, without divulging too much into it, can I talk a little bit about the conversation we had this morning? So, you know, I'm, can I? I'm, okay, so I don't know. here we go. So, How do I pull the mics if I need yeah. to? So, so here we go. You know, we, we all have this idea of what we're supposed to be 
And most of it typically is based on someone else's expectations. We're so talk more about that too. Yeah, so you know, you have this idea that you're supposed to be making more money right now, that you're supposed to have more friends, that you're supposed to be more successful, that your business should be this, or that you should be a better influencer, whatever it is that we have that we're struggling with. You should have a better relationship with your mom or your sister or your family. I'm just throwing those out, theoretically speaking. I should have a better this, a better that. I should have a nicer. Like, we're always thinking about, we're always measuring ourselves against something else that doesn't belong to us. That bigger house next door, that nicer car that just drove down the street, that people sitting out there on these vacations, on these yachts. And we're always looking at that sort of stuff. And now with social media, we see it compounded. It's been exacerbated. We're like, oh my God, I need that. I'm, I'm a failure because I don't have that yacht or I'm not doing good enough in my business because I don't have that number of clients. And, and, I, and, I, and I said to you this morning, and, I, and I'm guilty of this as well. And I said to you this morning, like, have you ever stopped and just taken a check of what you actually have going on? You are running two businesses, both of which are doing quite successful. You live in a beautiful home. You have a fantastic yard that you just landscaped. You're about to renovate an entire quarter of your house, which is gonna cost a decent amount of money. You've got a few things going on that are pretty fucking good. And so your idea of what is of what always needs to be better. Well, that's great. I, I appreciate the fact that you're hungry and you're eager to try to better yourself. I don't think they should always be based upon an ideal of perfection because you're yeah. never ever yeah. going to attain that. Yeah, it's it. Perfectionism is can be a huge hindrance. And sometimes, you know, when you look back on what you have learned and where you have gone, it, it, it's exceptional, right? Absolutely. If if. <laughs> If I had waited to travel until a certain time in my life, I never would have done it. If I had waited to have kids until I was smarter and you know could organize things better and a better housekeeper and a better cook, I would have never had kids. And there's so many opportunities that if you knew at the beginning what was involved in it, it would scare the crap out of you and you would never get into it. So sometimes not being totally perfect at it and being a little bit naive is a benefit. Well, well, that's a great point, and I think you should probably touch on that a little bit deeper. That idea of perfection is based upon a preconceived notion of expectations. Those expectations around what you think you should be, and those end end up invariably becoming projections based upon something else. Like you think that in order to have this, you'll be happier. Mm. If you have more of that, you'll be more satisfied. And the problem is, is that that's a paradigm that needs to be reversed in my opinion. It's, you shouldn't base your happiness on an expectations of getting something. Your happiness should be based upon an expectation of where you are and then those things will fall in line. And we've talked about expectations leading to failure a lot. We expect if I do this, if I have a conversation with you even, I expect your reaction to it to be this. I expect you to say that's great or this is what the next step is. And sometimes when it doesn't align with what we think it is, we close our minds off to something that could be a far better pathway for us. Yeah, basically so like expectations. We've got to stop with the expectations and keep our mind open to learn and to grow and to have other things that may by and large be exponentially better for us. Yeah. I think I have an expectation around that every time I walk in the room, you should swoon. Like, oh my goodness. And sometimes you don't do that, and I get really upset. <laughs> I don't think I've ever swooned in my life. 
Except for, I don't know, maybe puppies and babies. So, so this is supposed to be a podcast about mind-body business. So let's turn this around and, and have a sort of an adjustment on this conversation before it goes too deeply esoteric down the rabbit hole. So you have this great idea. And I just met with a client last week who you were now on the call. But she's been doing one form of service most of her life. But she's always wanted to do something else. Mm-hmm. She always had a bigger vision for what she wanted. And so she called me and had a deep conversation. I've known her for a few years. And she's currently in, in, a, in a position which she refers to as a static stalemate. She's just kind of doing her thing. But she went back to school. She went back and got some certifications and some educations. And she's improved her craft in a different area that she always wanted to do. But she's fearful and has no idea how to get there. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she recognized that she needed because she saw follows me for some years is her social media. And she's like, I really need to get my social media going, but I just don't have any idea where to begin. And the first thing I said to her is, let's take an an assessment of where you currently are. Let's run an audit, if you will. Mm -hmm. And not just a a physical audit of your your social media and your business, but let's kind of take a gut check on what we're doing with our life right now, where it is you want to be, and let's build a roadmap for that. Mm -hmm. And let's set up, and this is what I get from Cynthia, by the way, my business coach. Let's build a roadmap that includes social media, that includes blogging, maybe a website redesign, all those different things, and let's set that up as our vision board, our roadmap on how to get there. Mm-hmm. And it made total sense to her. And a lot of times, sometimes, me included, the writing on the wall is right in front of us. Mm-hmm. Like the graffiti is sitting right there, but we just can't read it because there's so much cluster of our own doing getting in our way. And sometimes having somebody from the outside offer this introspection, mm-hmm. reading you from the outside, Absolutely. I'm able to offer you some in- interesting concepts and counsel on stuff about your life because I'm seeing it from your perspective and vice versa. Like sometimes you We're just- so much better at judging other yeah. people than judging. <laughs> but We're we, so good at being judging. But it's true, we can't get out of our own way sometimes because of this fear, because of these expectations, because of this unrealistic idea of perfection and sometimes if you can just get somebody else to give you some alternative perspectives or you can somehow transcend yourself to get outside sounds like a business plug for us (laughs) but it's true right it is true it is true and that's why sometimes you speak to your girlfriends and the girlfriends that you value the most are the ones probably that don't bs you they tell you straight as it is i have one in in particular a specific one that has the gift of articulation can tell me straight from the beginning and if i listened to her at the beginning i probably would have saved a lot of time but i think i think we underestimate what our talent is and those things that come easily to us you expect everyone else you know, everyone can do this, but that's what we say is your secret sauce. That's your secret sauce. Before we jump into secret sauce, I want to draw something you just said that is an interesting point. You probably could have gotten somewhere a lot faster had you taken yes. her advice early on. And there's something I always say to a lot of people. Have I taken the high road on everything? No, I've taken that back road. When the, when the, learn so much. When the student is ready, the message arrives. Right. And so... There's a fantastic argument in this start-by-starting conundrum that you have to go through a certain epithet of failures in order... In order... Certain one? And a certain epithet of failures. Is that even a word? It is a word. (laughs) You have to go through those failures to get to where you are. And so as you start your new business, as you start your new social media channel, as you start that new book, or you begin that new relationship, or you walk up to that girl in the bar, or you 
build your bathroom of your dreams or whatever it is. There's going to be what's failures. The, what's the worst case scenario? What's the worst case scenario? I tell my daughter all the time, Callie. Five people are going to have watched us mess up. Like, really? You know, everyone talks about Gary Vee, and I love Gary Vee. He's a little over the top for me, and he's fantastic and brilliant and highly successful. But he posted something yesterday on Instagram, and it was a time lapse. And his very message was similar to ours, which was, you just got to start. And he showed himself in 2005 on, in his basement of his parents' house doing his first Facebook video talking about wine. And he had like two people on his broadcast. And then he went fast forward to the 2010 and he showed his first uh, public speaking. And there was like 12 people in the audience. And now he shows himself in 2019 before this bullshit corona started where he was speaking to a packed house of 50,000 people. Yeah. And he's like, everyone expects perfection to happen literally overnight. And it's unrealistic so to have those expectations. What if we think of it more as beta testing? That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Like, you're gonna make failures. You're gonna have stumbles. You're, most businesses, oh my God, people, you know how many businesses have failed on the first go? It's like 98% of businesses fail for the first time. And it's, What's your takeaway from that? My takeaway from that is, what didn't work the first time, how can you redraw that, right. take that back to the drawing board and say, what didn't work for me? What can I change in my business model? What can I change in the way I run my business that can be a little bit different and more successful? Mm -hmm. And I think my biggest takeaway for me as a business owner right now, as I launch this new division with you on Sprout is, what problem can I solve for someone? Okay. I have no idea what that sound is, but what problem can what problem can you solve for the myriad of people that you would speak to every single day that someone isn't already yeah. solving to make your solution indispensable to them? Mm -hmm. And if you can craft a business line or you can develop a social media channel or you can launch that new book or whatever it is that you're trying to do, what about that can A, solve someone's problem, B, why are you suited to solve that problem for them? And C, what can you do that is indispensable so that they constantly need you to have that space with them? But, and it's also, you know, when we're talking about that, we're talking about the value that you bring. So the value that you bring to the table so that they are able to grow as well and do more of that funnel into that area that they are creating and growing as well so working hand in hand with that absolutely so let's talk a little bit about and we're going to pick on a client we love her she's brilliant let's talk about a client of ours recently and she has this fear of being on television fear of being on camera she doesn't like doing lives and so you know when in speaking with her when we first started working with her she was like i always wanted to do live tele we, we told her she needs to start an igtv and a youtube channel and all that stuff she's like I've always wanted to, but I just don't know where to begin. And I just don't frankly like watching myself. I get a little intimidated by it. And so what was the counsel we gave her? Okay, can I just back up there too? We, when we partner with someone, we partner with someone that we really feel like we can be their best cheerleader because we totally believe in them. We love what they're doing and we see their secret sauce. We don't always do that. No, we don't partner with everyone because you... you no, but sometimes we yeah. have partnered with people or taken yeah. on clients with people that from the very outset were like, oh my God, this is a recipe for disaster. Yeah, but so we okay, still that's another it. podcast talking about loving who you're working with and loving what you're doing. So That's a but, true problem. But we saw that she really did have so much potential. She is brilliant. She's enigmatic. Honestly, she should be, a, she should be like a so broadcaster on television. And She's that good. Yeah. Yeah, and she has a lot of value to bring. So. Yeah. Okay. 
So yeah, no, no, there's nothing to continue. It's just, it's, it's that. And so our whole principle to her was, let's just start somewhere. Let's poke, let's prod, let's play, let's reinvent, let's reorganize. Let's just get it out there and yeah. start seeing what your mojo, your secret sauce is. And we and, can all learn from that. Yeah, and she's four episodes into her, her IGTV. And truthfully speaking, I've recorded it, I've produced it with you, and I, I enjoy watching it. I've seen it 25 times, but every time I watch it, I'm like, there's yeah. still some morsels of information in yeah. there, like a good book, yeah. that I'm like, oh, that's a good point. I really like that point she just made. Yeah. And so the point is, is now she's really starting to step into her stride. She's excited about it. She's ordered some new equipment so she can record on her own and kind of like get those things going. But she would have never done that had she not just stepped into that space, stepped into her inner courage and found the- She's one of the busiest people around too. Yeah. She's found time. She's a perfectionist and she's- She's a mother of three kids. So yeah. She's gotten past that. She's managed her time. She's finding her superpower. Yeah, so, so this is a perfect example. And that we've talked about imposter syndrome too. And that we all think that there's someone out there that why would we do it because there's X amount of people out there already doing it that are doing it better. You know, what, what value can I add? Someone's already doing that. Someone's already doing everything out there. Well, well, she's in an industry that has thousands of women primarily that are just like her doing the exact same thing that she is doing. But you know what, you know what thousands of those, of those women are not doing? that she is now doing. She has a live show that she films every single week and gets online because she found that her superpower was helping other people. She likes getting on and dispensing her wisdom, her experience, and she's got a vast amount of it. And she found that that was her secret sauce. So she started by starting and she's jumped into the fray and she's just doing what she's doing. And she's getting a lot of positive feedback yeah. from, from it now. So that being too, us saying no one is you and that's your superpower. You just need to step into it. Absolutely. What makes and you- if you're not gonna do it, someone else is gonna do it. Absolutely. You know, and, and, you, you hear these ideas of inventions and you're like, wow, that was so easy and brilliant and simple. Why didn't I think of that? Oh my God, there's thousands of examples yeah. of that. Nikola Tesla, he invented basically everything we're using today in the modern world, but he only gets credit for a fraction of them because other people either took his ideas or used his ideas or took something that he had discussed with them. I mean, there's thousands of examples of that. But to, to make your point to that, and we want to keep time sensitive here, we've got about six minutes left, is... How do you start by starting? You find something that you're really good at and that you're really, maybe not even necessarily good at, that you're really passionate about. What do you really love? What makes you wake up in the morning? Maybe you're a video game player. I have no idea. Maybe you're a budding author and you always had this idea for a book and you've always wanted to do it. Maybe you're the next social media influencer. I have no idea. Somebody has a super, everybody has a superpower. So find the stuff that makes you really good and the best at what you do. Find a way you can solve that problem for somebody else and then just get into it. So what are the obstacles standing in your way? Is it time? Is it, is it prioritizing? Is it the fact that you just don't know how to do the technical side of it? Or I'm really good at this, but I can't do that. Do you need someone on your team? Do you need to contract someone else to help you get there? Then maybe you need to invest a little bit of money into it. Maybe you keep it a side hustle and do it as, until you can get it up there. Yeah, I highly recommend if you already have a job, and I was speaking to another client last week about this very same topic. If you already have a job, but you have a passion you'd like to do, start getting yourself organized right now. Don't just quit your job. Get yourself organized right now. What are the things that you can start doing now as a side hustle? You know, work your nine to five, and then when you come home from five to 10 or five to six or whatever windows you have, start getting your thoughts organized. Start building 
your, your, sorry, that was that coffee. Start making your, building yourself a, a virtual game plan by putting the things down on paper and getting your ideas. Start, start ruminating on that solution that you can solve and start slowly poking and prodding into that space. And you're gonna have fear, trust me. You're gonna have failures, trust me. You are gonna fall down and you're gonna fall down multiple times before you really kind of find what it is that makes your shit tick. And when but you do- on the way, you're learning a ton of stuff as well. Well, that's the idea. Learn from the, learn from your failures. Absolutely. So, so for me again, the whole theme of this podcast was start by starting and and just get it out there. Start doing whatever it is that you're trying to do. What about uh, even if you don't want to hire a team, but you just are not sure where to start your business? Uh, what are the next steps? What would you suggest doing? Well, with social media today, you you have not only a virtual network of people that might be able to provide some outside set of eyes, that outside the jar reading, if you will, but maybe you have a conversation with some of your closest intellectual friends and maybe you hang out with a dumb circle, I don't know, but somebody in your circle probably has some value or maybe speak to your parents or maybe speak to your boss or somebody has somebody that can give them some outside perspective. You can do it on a personal level or you could even do, uh, you know, Hire someone to do some consulting with you. Absolutely, and, and then it's relatively affordable. Like there are people out there that you can hire or you can outsource some of these things. I always tell people, stay in your lane. I, you know, my business did not take off until I recognized that value. Stay in your lane. What am I really good at? And then surround myself with people who are much better at some of the stuff that I'm not as good at, right? And so we have a pretty good team that we've hired now and built up that are doing the things that we are not necessarily, I'm not a very, I'm not a very check off the list type of person. I'm not very systematic. And so we have somebody on our team that is systematic and I leave it up to her to keep me organized, mm -hmm. right? Let me think about the good ideas. Let me focus on the bigger picture, the business development side of stuff, which I'm really good and at. we still bounce things out there. You know, this is what I'd like to do and I think we should do it this way, but you have other people that you're sounding off and saying, Yes, but this would be more efficient or this is a better way to do it or we could also do this. So. Absolutely. All right, so we're running out of time. So what are the takeaways from this call? Number one takeaway you have. There's no such thing as perfection. No such thing as perfection. You're going to fail your entire life. Number two. You have secret sauce. Well, I think everybody has a, everybody has a secret sauce. Find what your secret sauce is and fall in love Fall in love with the process of developing this secret sauce, right? Look at, look at everything that you're gonna do and a year from now you're gonna look back if you get into this mindset of just starting. You're gonna look back a year from now and be like, wow, I actually did quite a bit of things in the last year. And so fall in love with the process of the failure and the accomplishments and know that both of yeah. them, like you're, like the yin and the yang of life are necessary for you to achieve. So something. there's no such thing as failure except my track and field record in high school. Yeah, but you you learned through that failure. <laughs> I know I'm not really good at high jump now. I yeah. failed and now I have knowledge that. Yeah, but you learned that. that <laughs> there was no sports scholarship available for me. Yeah, but through that failure, you learned that track and field was not your space, that something else was better. And you, you had to find that out somehow. Because let's pretend that the converse was true and you got out there and you'd be, you happened to be the fastest motherfucker on the track. And it was like, <laughs> wow, I'm gonna be like the next Jackie Joyner Percy. No, it basically just meant I got out of school for a day outside. So All right, that. number four, what's the number four takeaway? 
that we improve a little every day, most days. Some days not so much, but most days we just learn and we get better and we improve the, our track record. You should make that Talking your track. You should make that your sole objective that every single day you did a little bit better than you did the day before mm -hmm. in whatever task that is. And for me, that's the process that's falling in love with what you're doing and recognizing that the failures and the perfections and the accomplishments they all go hand in hand. And, and you said the key word, the P word, the process. The process. So for me, the process is everything. And, and you're going to hear about this in, from the ancient wisdom going back thousands and thousands of years, whether it's the Bible, the Quran, or is Hindu or anything. People always talking about being present and mindful of where you are at this point in time. And stop projecting in the future what you should be. Stop ruminating about what didn't happen in the past. Stop talking about your failures that didn't turn out exactly like they were. And let me just make one point very clear from my perspective. When I say stop projecting, I don't mean don't set goals. I don't mean don't have a vision board. I don't mean don't have an ideal of what you could. Yeah. Don't, don't have a dream about what your potential could be. What I mean by that is understand where you want to be, understand where you are, know that the stuff that you did before this was part of the process and the failures, the accomplishments, all of those different things are part of where you're eventually going to become and your potential that you could be. So develop the process, organize your thoughts around that process. What's your superpower and your gift? Right. How can you give that back to people? Be strategic about it. Intentional. Hi Intentional. It's a great word. Hire somebody or find your friends. Get some people involved in your process. Let them know what you're going through. Ask for some insights, some perspectives on things. Because you're going to be surprised that having somebody read your label from the outside offers you a completely different set of parameters than what you're currently operating. And don't be afraid to take that inventory, that personal inventory. Yeah, you might see some things that didn't work out so great, but only by doing that or by discussing it with some friends or some uh, business acquaintances that you feel comfortable with, what's their take on it so that there's room for improvement. There's always room for improvement. There's always room for improvement. Again, every single day should be about getting a little bit better today than you were yesterday. So you can help with these sorts of things, right? You can help with these things I can't, too. and I would love to oh help. Oh my gosh. Honestly, I would love to. It's we love connecting with people and reaching out, and it's not a business plug, but it's a plug for us to connect with other people and discuss those things that are gonna help you to start by starting. So we have a... That's my superpower, like truthfully speaking. Yes. We talk about what's your superpower. Our superpower is helping people, honestly, truthfully. Connecting people. This week alone, I have put in touch at least 10 different people with 10 other people that can either be help in a therapeutic perspective, a business perspective, a networking perspective. Like that's just what I do. I love being part of other people's, I'm a people collector. Mm -hmm. So anyway, how do people find you? They can DM us. On Instagram at Lisa Staff Photo or Fusion Photog, or you can find us on our new website. Shh, we haven't told anyone about it. What's the what's SproutConnectors.com? SproutConnectors.com. And anything and you else? You can drop us a line. We would love to give you a start by starting audit, help you out, maybe give you that little push that you need to get started, and just create a connection. I'd like to add a sixth takeaway. Ooh, this is a bonus takeaway. <laughs> And, and they don't have to download it. You don't have to put any information in to download it. You're perfect the way you are. Uh -huh. The place that you are right now is exactly where you should be. And if you're not happy with it, if you feel like there's room for improvement, and there always is, then set about a strategy and a plan to make that 
a reality. Start today by fixing what you don't like about your life and make that a little bit better. But I have to tell you, you're exactly where you should be. Mm -hmm. Because everything you've done up until this point has brought you to where you are and everything you're about to do is going to bring you to someplace different. And along the way, you're going to pick up a shit ton of wisdom and advice and anecdotes and things that you're going to be able to share with other people to improve their life as well. And if you fall in love with that process, you're going to look back five years from now and you're going to be like, holy fuck, look what I just did. And that process has probably given you the depth and the intelligence to handle what you want to do next. That's it. That's all I got. Drop the mic. Thanks a lot. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day.